Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. Your Holy Spirit that continues to remind us of the love you have for us, of the grace you have for us. Your Holy Spirit that continues to point us away from ourselves and away from um, what's happening in this world and the difficulties to you and the grace you bring. Lord, help us to be people focused on your love and grace. And may we bring that love and grace back into our world, not responding to our world in the way it deserves, but responding in a way that brings your light and your love and grace to people. Heavenly Father, as we reflect on this Advent theme of Adventing as God's family, be with us and encourage us. Give us a sense what it means to be part of your family, a family that you have created, a family that you will continue for eternity. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. From Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 to 20, we heard, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people, and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ himself as our chief cornerstone. As we begin this Advent season, a a season of moving towards Christmas, it's important to remember our context, who we actually are. We are God's people. We are people that God has called together. We are people that are part of a family. Now, some of us have great families. Some of us don't have so great families on earth. But the good thing about being part of God's family is we have a, a loving Heavenly Father. And even our church family at times can be a little bit strange, a bit weird. But that's our earthly family. And I encourage you to be focused on the heavenly family that God is creating, that God will include you in because of Jesus. And so as we live in this world, let's be encouraged by the fact we are part of God's family, a family that he has created, a family where he is loving and a family that he's going to bless us and give benefits to. One of the challenges though we have is that we live in a world that's mixed up, it's messy and it can be quite like a storm. And someone once referred to the Christian faith and said the Christian faith is a lot like a sailing boat. A sailing boat where you get on and you rely on the winds. But good sailors know to catch the right winds and avoid the winds that are not helpful. Think about, you know, one of the traditions we have in Australia is on Boxing Day we have the Sydney to Hobart And many of those will be going down from Sydney to Hobart. And they don't just catch every wind that's around, but they catch the winds that will help them get to Hobart. And so adventing, adventing for us as Christians is about catching the right winds. And that means we need to be clear of where we are going. We need to be clear that we are God's people. We need to be clear that our focus is on eternity and not on this earth as our end destination. We need to be clear that life is about God's love and grace and not about us being perfectly legally right all the time. We need to be clear that the future is created by Jesus and not by us. But we also are included to help people know about this future. And so adventing in this, this time that we go towards Christmas, which can be quite traumatic and stormy for many people, Many people get caught up in the busyness. Many people get caught up in the family stuff. Many people get caught up on the traditions for the sake of traditions. I I remember listening to one family and saying, it's got to be this way because that's the way we've always done it. And yet their whole family had changed. 
and it created problems for them. And so for us as Christians, let's be clear about what Christmas is about. Let's be clear about where we're heading into eternity. And let's catch the winds that lead us there. The winds that help us grow in our relationship with Jesus. That help us show his love. But let's also look at avoiding those things that lead us off course. The things that cause us stress and lead us away from Jesus. Lead us away from his family. You see, adventing is a deliberate season in the church here which is about preparing for Christmas to remind us that God has come once for us. But we shouldn't be just looking back. We should also say, well, God has come once. He's done something as when he came that first time, but he's also coming again for us. Truly, Christmas is really just a stopover point for us on a journey to eternity. So because of Christmas, we have a future to look forward to. A future to look forward to with God and all other believers. Because Jesus came into the world, Emmanuel came into the world. And because Jesus did what he did, which was include all people and not exclude anyone. Even the people that you may think he was against, he actually tried to include. Now what I find fascinating, whilst the religious leaders are against certain people or want to put certain people into their box and say that they're not good enough or certain groups of people into their box and he would include them, he also spent time trying to include those religious leaders as well, saying he's come for all nations. And so because of Christmas, we have a future to look forward to, a future to look forward to with God and all other believers, all who follow Jesus. So in the lead up to Christmas, capture the winds that lead you closer to Jesus and other believers and avoid the winds that lead you away. That's why we've printed out and we've also put a link in our weekly update to our Advent devotions. They're short devotions for each day, focusing around being God's family during Advent. And encourage you to use those as your time in this busy season, this time where you can get caught up with something. Had a discussion with someone the other day and they said, how's life going? And and I said, well, I feel two things have happened. We've got the perfect storm about to happen. We've got Christmas coming along, but we're also coming out of COVID and everybody wants everything fixed and addressed like yesterday, right? Um, People who I was talking to who would normally say, oh, look, we can wait two weeks for that, said, oh, can we have another appointment with you in three days' time? We'll guarantee we'll do the pre-marriage counselling homework with you. And normally these are the people who would go, oh, give me two weeks. (laughs) Because people want things happening and want things going on. Now, it's good to be active. It's good to have things going on. But the danger is, is we just focus on that activity rather than see that activity as an opportunity to enjoy God's blessings, but also share his grace, share his love. So it's not, when I talk about avoiding the winds, it may not be necessarily about avoiding something, but avoiding your attitude and approach to that. Like I talked about with traditions, avoiding the issue that traditions are there to be kept for the sake of keeping them when they've lost their meaning. And the reason we want to focus on Jesus, the reason we want to be drawn towards Jesus is that he's the one that gives life. He's the one that is really about the future. Jesus says the thief comes to only steal and kill and destroy 
I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And when he's talking about life to the full, he's talking about you may have life, which is the context of this is freedom from sin, death and the power of the devil. Freedom from having to stress about, am I good enough? Freedom from having to stress about, will I be in heaven? Because the truth is, when we focus on Jesus, when we focus on what he's done on the cross for us and through the empty tomb, we can be guaranteed that that gift will be delivered to us. And so this Advent, may that be your focus. May Jesus be your focus. You see, Jesus is both our destination and our foundation. Again, from verses 19 to 20 in Ephesians. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. I encourage you just to think about your Christmas, what you've got, think about what's coming up for Christmas at the moment. And I ask you, what is it based on? And when I say that, you might say, oh, Jesus is the reason for the season or Jesus is you know, the focus. But what are, what are all the things you do? What are some of the traditions that you have, the things that must happen around Christmas? What are they based on? Are they based on you looking good? Are they based on, oh yeah, we've got to give gifts, but I'm only going to give what somebody's equivalent to what somebody's given me? Are they based on what we've always done? Well, do you see this time in leading up to Christmas as an opportunity to reflect on God and what he's done for us, but also a time of sharing God's grace, sharing God's love, Sharing God's mercy. Going out of your way to be inconvenienced so you can bless others. Just like God was inconvenienced for us. I encourage you to think, what does it mean for Jesus to be part of your lead up to Christmas? What does it mean for Jesus to be the, the one that's your focus? And that as you go through life, particularly in this lead up to Christmas. What does it mean for you to be God's representative, God's ambassadors to the people you interact with during this Advent and Christmas season? The good news for all of us is not only do we have this gift, but we're also on this journey not alone. God has created this family, this family we call the church, this family that is Christ, all other believers. Now, as I said, some of us are weird you know, someone once said to me, I, I wouldn't necessarily come to your church if it was for any other reason. Um, I wouldn't necessarily relate to you that well. You know, but because you're focused on Jesus, because I'm focused on Jesus, that's our common thread. You know, God has placed us into this community. And, and someone once described the community that we're in as church. It's like we've got companions for the journey. And journey is always easier when you've got other people. But we also have a support crew. Think about the boat. Think about the, the yacht. Now, I was looking at one of the pictures of the Sydney to Hobart and sometimes the people are just sitting on the side and you think they're doing nothing. But all of a sudden something happens and they're all up supporting each other to get to that destination. And so as Christians, that's a similar call that we have. Sometimes we sit and do not much from some people's perspective. We're taking in God's word. We're listening. We're re being renewed. 
And other times, we are full-on active. We're called to be full-on active, working together. Not doing our own thing, but working together with the gifts and talents we have. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. And if you think about it, even that is a real blessing because not only are we members of a group together, we also have of God's household and God provides for us what we need. Remember what Jesus said in his gospel reading? Jesus replied to him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples. He said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. What does it mean to do God's will? Well, that's something we are always unpacking. We're always discovering. Now, we can summarise it if we think about some of the other commandments, the other things that Jesus gave us. Live a life of loving God and loving others as much as we love ourselves. Live a life of making disciples, helping them to know the grace of God. Live a life of peace and joy and faith and kindness. But more importantly, it's about being focused on the Father's will. Helping people know God's grace and love. Seeing God's mission is our mission. Seeing that God's mission on life, God's mission of showing love to all people, is our mission as we go about all the different things that we're involved with. And so this Advent, this is, Advent is an opportunity for us to stop and think and be reminded of God's mission. God's mission for us was Jesus came into the world to save the world and not condemn the world. What does that mean for you as you live your life? What does it mean that you are saved and not condemned? But what does it also mean that as you live and interact with people, your focus is about sharing their love and saving them and not condemning them? Now, I can tell you that can be quite tough. Now, and I'm driving. The other day I was um, driving somewhere and I was in a, I'll say, a suburb I don't normally go. And some of the cars there, I just think, these drivers are lunatics. They cut in front of me and I wanted to condemn that driver. I was hoping that driver got pulled up by the police. And then I go and do, the next day I'm doing my study for the sermon, it says, save and not condemn. Maybe I need to think differently about people who do me wrong. Remember, we're companions and a support crew as we live in this earth. And so... As we advent as God's family, as we be people on this journey towards Christmas, and remember Christmas is really just a stopover point, as we advent together as God's family, let's be focused on Jesus, the focus and the foundation for Christmas. In fact, the focus and foundation for our lives. Let's be focused that he's coming again. Let's just not stop at Christmas One of the big sins of the Christian church at times has been to focus on Advent as just the period where we focus on Christmas, lead up to Christmas. When reality, that's not the end. We actually do people a disservice if we just think about and talk about Christmas when Jesus just came again. But talk about Jesus as he came again, but he's coming again. 
when he came the first time, he's done something that has made it possible for us to enjoy the future. Secondly, let's capture the winds that lead you to Jesus and not away from Jesus. Let's think about what we listen to, get involved with, what we react to, what we take up. Let's put things into perspective. Now, I was speaking to someone this week um, and I said, oh, what are you doing? And they're a Christian in another city and I said, what are you doing? And they said, well, um, I've deliberately put in my diary devotions every day, which is something I don't normally do. And I've told everybody that um, church is important every Sunday and I'll see you at the Christmas lunch after I've been to church, not before. And he said, that was a strong thing for him. And I said, how? Why'd you do that? He said, well, I've come to realise that in other years I've made other events more important than my Christian faith. Third thing in adventing as God's family is be part of Jesus' family. Be part of the support crew. Gather together. Now, gather together physically is great, but we can also, when you, if you can't get together here, gather together online. Listen to Jesus and listen to the gifts that he's given you. Pray, serve and encourage one another. And so I want to end with this. At this time of the year, many people are seeing Christmas as an event that happened. But for us, we're invited to Advent well by seeing Christmas as an event that happened with future consequences, where we'll be with God and other believers. As you prepare for Christmas, remember, Christmas is not the pinnacle. It's just the base camp. We have a future to get to. Christmas is not the final destination. It's just a stopover point for us. A stopover point that has made possible our future, our future with God and our future with other believers. Well, there'll be no more sin, no more problems, no more worries, no more COVID stuff to worry about, no more traumatic Christmases. But it'll be a time where we get to enjoy God's love, peace, hope and joy forever. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the wonderful gift of Christmas. We thank you that Christmas for us is a reminder of the future you're giving us, a future where we'll get to spend eternity with you and each other. Loving Father, be with us as we prepare for Christmas this Advent season. May we hear your voice through Jesus. May we see your love through Jesus and your church community. And may others get to see you through us and other Christians. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.